We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we're going to break down the Carolina Panthers' offense and defense. With all these injuries, can the Detroit Lions take advantage of the Carolina Panthers? We also have our score predictions and bowl predictions, all on episode 143 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 143 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Indeed.com and BetOnlineAG. I'm your host Tyler, joined by my two guys as always, Malcolm and Pierre. How you boys doing on this nice Thursday night? Woo! Doing real well. Let's get this thing rolling. Okay, there we go. All right. All right, so we're here now to break down the Detroit Lions versus the Carolina Panthers. A big game in Raleigh, North Carolina. And this game is a little different. It has kind of a vibe that I don't know if you guys even know the vibe why it's different. Um, This game is kind of significant for this podcast for this certain reason. You guys are looking confused right now. Why am I saying this? So when we started this podcast back in 2018, who was the Lions' first win? Of us breaking down. Panthers? The Carolina Panthers. We haven't played the Carolina Panthers since. Wow. So, that was episode three of us talking about the Lions and Panthers game. That's, that's, that's some good observation you got there, uh, Tyler. Yeah, and now we are all the way back. We've, we are 144 episodes in now. 
So that's yeah. wild, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was a lion to win, so that's why I made it significant. It wasn't the first podcast, but it was the first podcast following a lion's win, which was rare, especially in 2018 as well. So I thought it was pretty significant, and I thought it was a cool fact. But let's get into this injury report now. You guys don't care about that stuff. So <laughs> Lions, Panthers. I'm going to start off with the Panthers injury report, and then Peter could read off the Detroit Lions injury report, and then we'll get into the breakdown. Starting off with the Panthers, starting corner Dante Jackson is dealing with a toe injury. He has not participated the last couple days. Star running back Christian McCaffrey dealing with a shoulder injury. He missed last week. He has not participated the last couple days. Guard John Miller is dealing with a knee and ankle. He hasn't participated the last couple days. Former Detroit Lions linebacker Tahir Whitehead is dealing with a rib injury. He was uh, non-participant on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday. Starting quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is dealing with a knee injury. He's been limited the last couple days. His status right now is unlikely according to Ian Rappaport. So that's something to definitely monitor on Sunday on game day to see if he is active at 11.30 a.m. Safety Sam Franklin is dealing with an ankle injury. He was limited the last couple days. Second-round pick defensive end Yatir Grossmatos is dealing with a shoulder injury. He is limited the last couple days. Defensive end Marquise Haynes is also dealing with a shoulder injury. He has been limited the last couple days. Tight end Chris Manhurts is dealing with a shoulder injury as well. He's been limited the last couple days. Tackle Russell Ocon is dealing with a calf injury. He was limited on Wednesday, did not participate on Thursday. Running back Mike Davis dealing with a thumb injury. He was a full participant the last couple days. And then cornerback Rasul Douglas is dealing with an ankle injury. He was not listed on Wednesday, and he was a full participant on Thursday. So that is the Carolina Panthers injury report. Um, what do you guys got to say about that? Yeah, I want to bring up. Yep, uh, I want to bring up a couple things regarding that list. Uh, running back uh, Christian McCaffrey, cornerback Dante Jackson, left tackle Russell Okung. Right guard John Miller are not expected to play uh, per uh, Matt Rule. And then also there was reports today from NFL Network and Pro Football Talk that Teddy Bridgewater is also unlikely to play. So the Panthers are binged up. Yeah, and we will get into who their potential quarterback could be this Sunday starting for them when we get into their offensive breakdown. But let's get into the Detroit Lions injury report and then we'll do that after. All right, th- this is super long, so just bear with me here. Um, Danny Amendola, hip, no practice both Wednesday and Thursday. Kenny Galladay, hip, limited on Wednesday, no practice Thursday. DeAndre Swift, um, with a concussion, practiced Wednesday. Looks like he suffered from a concussion today, no practice. Or maybe, like, I don't know what went on with him, how he got it. Um, so he's in protocol right now. His status is in doubt. Austin Bryant, thigh, no practice Wednesday, limited on Thursday. Jerry Davis, knee, limited both days. Deshaun Hand, groin, wasn't listed on Wednesday, limited on Thursday. TJ Hawkinson, toe, limited both days. Uh, Christian Jones, knee, limited both days. Marvin Jones, knee, didn't practice yesterday, was limited on Wednesday. Deron Kirst, ankle, wasn't listed on Wednesday, came up with an ankle today, limited. Matthew Stafford, right thumb, no practice on Wednesday, limited uh, today. Uh, Big V with a foot, limited both days. Nick Williams, shoulder, limited on Wednesday, full practice Thursday. And then Agnew Riffs, full practice on both days. Yeah, I want to bring up the big one, and that's DeAndre Swift being listed on this injury report on Thursday with a concussion. Um, The only way he could play and play this Sunday 
there's a very small chance, but very unlikely. So this is what would happen for him to pass protocol. He would have to be symptom-free 100% to do a cardio workout. And then he would also have to be a full participant in a non-contact practice. And obviously, this is Thursday. There's only one practice left for the Lions, and that would be Friday. So unless DeAndre Swift has zero symptoms going into Friday morning, and he could practice, that is the only way he could end up playing this Sunday versus the Carolina Panthers. So chances are unlikely, but I guess there's somewhat of a chance and something to monitor on Friday's practice uh, practice report. So there's that if you guys are curious about DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, sorry. I want to bring up another thing regarding Matthew Stafford. Um, I think he'll play. He looked fine last week. The only concern with him is like if a re-injury happens or if he injures it more during a game. Because, you know, you get sacked and you get like – you get tackled, you get contacted. So that's just something to monitor during the game. Amani Aurier did said he looked great today in practice. So that's good news. And then also Kenny Galladay, he was listed as a non-participant on Thursday. From what we heard from the media guys who were there – um, specifically Kyle Menke on Twitter. He said he saw Ganigalde warming up, stretching with the team, and looked okay. So, I don't know. Uh, the Lions listed him as a non-participant. He was limited on Wednesday. So, that is something to also keep up with going into Sunday's game versus the Carolina Panthers because that's going to be an interesting decision. And then from, you know, as far as maybe elevating someone from the practice squad, this might be the week we elevate Mohamed Sanu. Um, with no Danny Amendola this week, it looks like, and the Kenny yep. Galladay status in the year right now, and Marvin Jones is also dealing with a little injury as well. Uh, this might be a week where you elevate your veteran wide receiver, Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, and then another guy also, Tom Kennedy's the guy, because he basically plays the same role as Amendola, and he they like him. I know they like him a lot, so, so we'll see. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen TK, but yeah, he's been he's been around, and they've kept him around, so... They must have seen something and you know encouraging to keep him around. I guess Jamal Agnew is back in practice as a full person, so there's that if they want to get him in the passing game. But we'll get into that when we talk about the Lions offense. But let's talk about this Carolina Panthers offense versus Detroit Lions defense. Here, you want to go ahead and break down some of the guys, their starters? Yes. So I'm going to assume Teddy isn't going to play because of the reports. Um, if he does, I didn't report it. So... The guy most likely to start, I think, would be P.J. Walker. Um, but Matt Rule did say they're going to give both guys a chance. And P.J. Walker played in the XFL. Who's he both was good guys? In the XFL. Oh, Will Greer is the other guy. So Walker played in the XFL. Um, I watched him, like, limited snaps. He wasn't good, but it was just, like, a couple snaps. Um, I don't think he's good. And then Will Greer last year wasn't good with them. So we'll see what happens over there. And then... Um, Running back, they got Mike Davis. He's actually pretty good, um, like a dual kind of guy, uh, averaging 4.2 yards on the ground, and he also has 47 receptions in the passing game. So he's pretty good. And there he's backed up by Rodney Smith and Trenton Cannon. Now, this is what concerns me the most about this Panthers team, their wideouts. Uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel all are pretty good. They're all fast. Um, Anderson and DJ Moore have combined over 1,000 yards. So those guys are guys to watch out for. And then they're backed up by Brandon Zilsta and Farrell Cooper. Yep. They're tight ends. Um, Ian Thomas. Those guys are all solid blockers, but they don't get them involved that much in the passing game. Um, their leading receiver, for example, is Thomas with only 93 yards. So 
they don't really give him the ball that much. Um, getting into the O-line, I'm assuming Russell Okun will be out. So uh, Trent Scott, if you remember from last year versus the Chargers when we played them, um, he's actually played decent in his limited snaps. Uh, he's good in pass pro, not the best run blocker, though he's, he's okay. Uh, and then left guard Chris Reed, he's not that good um, in either category. He has three penalties, a lot of sack. Their center, <clears throat> Matt Paradis, if you remember, he was with the Broncos a couple years ago, I believe. He's pretty good. Um, just allowed one sack. He has no penalties on the year. And then the right guard, John Miller, is likely out. So they're going to go with Dennis Daly. He's solid in pass pro, but not a good run blocker. And then the right tackle, Taylor Moen, he's pretty good. Um, he's a good run blocker and pass blocker. He's allowed two sacks, and he has two penalties. But I like Moen a lot. Um, so, yeah, that, that's their offense. So something I thought that's very intriguing, you guys are looking at this running back depth in Carolina, and you're like, they're good. Like, they run the ball well, and without Christian McCaffrey and, like, Mike Davis, like, yeah, he's he's solid. But I thought this was something very intriguing, and this is something you actually see pretty frequently when you watch the Carolina Panthers. And me and Malcolm were just talking about it before we started the show. We were talking about this off-air, and this is going to be a very tough match for the Detroit Lions, in my opinion. That's Curtis Samuel. You guys are wondering, Curtis Samuel, the, the wide receiver from Ohio State? He plays running back. Yeah, you'd be surprised. He actually has 25 carries this year. He's rushed up for 108 yards. He has two rushing touchdowns, and you're like, what? <laughs> He's forced eight missed tackles as well, so there's that. Um, Curtis Samuel is not a bad back, and I think this is going to be a mismatch for anybody the Detroit Lions decide to put on him because I, don't, I can't think of a good matchup the Lions could put on him. Uh, Jamie Collins sounds like a, a nightmare. Justin Coleman is probably your best bet, and that doesn't even sound that promising. Who else do you put on a guy like Curtis Samuel if he's lined up in the backfield? Well, um, so I actually listened to uh, Matt Rule's presser, and he said he doesn't want to get uh, Curtis Samuel out there a lot because they did put him out there one game he got hurt. But um, he, he's explosive, right? 4-3-1 speed, good route runner, fast. I mean, you don't really have a guy to match up with that. You just kind of, like, have to pray for the best. Just hope for the best, sort of. Like, I don't... You don't really have a guy to match up one-on-one with him. Jamie Collins, that's a mismatch. Your corners are not as fast. There's not really a guy. Like, he's good in open space. He's quick. He's fast. Yeah, if he's out there, I mean, you just better hope that we're in zone. Because that's the only thing that's that's going to save us in that play. Because I think it's going to be a very big play if they catch us in the cover one. And he's back there. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a nightmare. So hopefully we're playing some kind of some kind of zone. Hopefully a cover three, something. Because if not, I can see that that's gonna be a twenty yard play, off rip. That's we have nobody to cover him. This is a a good situation, I think, for a backup quarterback to step in. Like you got a good offense around you. The O line is solid. You got some really nice wideouts, and we actually alluded to them. Maybe the most underrated trio or duo you want to call them like they got a they got a very sneaky underrated wide receiver cord that i don't think it's much hype dj moore's not been you know the same dj moore's maybe his last year you know he's been a little more quiet but that's just opened up for other guys that they have on their roster guys like robbie anderson who has been really sneaky for this team and someone you know who's actually shown his real potential that Everyone thought, you know, Jets fans were always talking about, and you're like, oh, he's you're crazy. He's not that good. He's on the Jets, whatever. But he looks really good this year on the Panthers. He's been one of the biggest surprises this year. And then Curtis Samuel, like we mentioned, I mean, he's just a mismatch nightmare for any defense, and especially a defense that loves man coverage. So, 
I don't know. I'm having a headache, and I'm not even the guy game planning this, you know, for the Panthers, and I'm having a headache just trying to figure out how to stop Curtis Samuel and how to stop this offense, even with P.J. Walker and even or w- even without Teddy Two Gloves and without Christian McCaffrey. Like, yeah, you just took out two significant pieces, but this team is gritty, man. They fight in every single game. doesn't matter who the team is. They almost took down the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. I mean, this is a, a, a competitive team. Yeah, they had CMC. That was his return game. And Teddy Two Gloves was playing that game. But they're a 3-7 team. This offense is, I mean, I like it. I mean, it might not be the best offense on paper. And they're young. But man, look out for these Panthers in the future, man. I mean, they might not be the best team this year. But this is a team I'm looking out for the future. I love what Matt Rule's doing in Carolina. Yep. And he's building something nice, man. Yeah, you damn right, man. I, I'm, if I were to pretty much build like a team, it, I would I would use this blueprint right here, what they did. I love the wide receiving core. They have something that we don't have, and I've been asking, I've been begging for us to have for the longest, and that is a home run hitter. They have guys that could take a screen and take it 60 yards. Like DJ, DJ Moore, the guy, you give him a screen, he can make a play. Robbie Anderson, give him a screen, can make a play. Curtis Samuel, give him a screen. He can make a play. They have home run hitters. We don't have that guy. That's what our offense is lacking. You have Marvin Hall. Have, we, Marvin Hall is a deep threat. Marvin Hall is not going to get a screen and take it 60 yards. He could. They just don't give it to him. They give it to Amendola instead. Who, who fault is that? That's Bev. Yeah, oh. Fucking Bevel, man. They, fucking Bevel. I think our only explosive guy on this offense is like DeAndre Swift. They also got Agnew, too. Agnew could do that, too. They yeah, just we, don't give it. They don't get them involved in space. We we don't. I mean, that's that's the difference. And, and this this team right here, the, the Panthers, they have tons of guys that gets the opportunity to to um, get yak yards. Make a guy miss. They, they they're like, look, we're gonna give you the ball. Make one guy miss and make a play. That's what we. That's 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 what we're lacking. You know. So, yeah, even without Teddy Bridgewater, I, I am scared of this offense just because of the speed that they have, and I think. The, the speed is it could be an issue, especially yeah. if we come out with that big slow three four lineup. Oh lord! <laughs> if we come now, out with that um, big slow three four lineup, we're gonna be screwed. Yeah, I mean, and this is a, an offense where I mean, like I mentioned, this is a good situation for a backup quarterback like PJ Walker or Will Greer, whoever ends up being. I mean, he just needs to get the you know the. He just needs to throw the ball short. I mean, like you mentioned, they have the home run ability. He could throw a little screen pass to Curtis Samuel, and that's a 60-yard touchdown right there. He has to make one person miss, and it could go 60 yards. Yeah, but, like, you guys are acting like kind of like – I don't know how to say it. Their offense is ranked, let's see, uh, 17th in pass, 22nd in rushing. It's not like nothing special. It's okay. It's not like – I'm comparing it to this Lions defense, and this is just not a good matchup for the Lions defense, in my opinion. I mean, lines match the lines out there. The lines just don't do good with speed. They've if never PJ done Walker, good with speed they, with, since Patricia. If PJ Walker is out there, I, I think I, I don't think Walker is good. I mean, Alex Smith, who hasn't started a game in seven hundred twenty-seven whatever million days. Alex Smith is a veteran, though he's seen everything. This guy, PJ Walker, you could confuse him. He hasn't even started a game in the NFL yet. Yeah, I understand that, and I'm not saying PJ Walker is good. And I asked you this question before the show. What does PJ Walker do significantly better, or what does a Lions backup quarterback do significantly better than PJ Walker? You have faith in Chase Daniel to win you a game, right? Sure. 
like one game if you really need it. Hell no. Okay. No, 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 no. I okay, don't. No, okay, okay. So you I don't. don't. Okay. Actually, actually not. They played. I, they, could I, I be playing, they could be playing the Jets. No. I don't. I don't either. But Pierre says he has some faith in Chase Daniel winning the like, game. Like he could win you one game if you like need it. Like and you I, need a, he doesn't and need I, to, like play special. You need like you could have like a good running game. You know, it just depends who they play. And and this is not to flip the Chase Daniel, the biggest scammer of the NFL, who scammed sixty-three million dollars from the NFL. Different story, on a different day. What I'm saying is, what is PJ? What is Chase Daniel significantly better than PJ Walker? At? He's at that. He's been in the league for like since 2009. PJ Walker has not been in the league that long. He's never started. Chase Daniel has started a total of five games and has two wins on his resume. But Chase Daniel is known to be smart, though. That's why that's why teams like him, right? Because he's smart. He helps in the film room. He does all that. PJ Walker. I mean, I don't. You. He, he was in the XFL, dude. I think Chase Daniel's qualified to be in the XFL too, but <laughs> a different story on a different day. I don't know, man. I, I I just don't like this matchup at all for this Lions defense. They, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I I think there's so many mismatches on this this Lions defense with this with this Carolina with this Carolina offense. I mean, their O line is solid. They're gonna give PJ Walker time. Mike Davis is a solid running back. They're gonna use Curtis Samuel. They're gonna use all their wideouts. I mean, it's gonna be a tough match for this Detroit Lions defense, in my opinion. Well, what, like, okay. So okay, what makes you confident? That you like this matchup. This I is say why. They have a backup left tackle playing. Um, their left guard is awful, and they have a backup right guard playing. So they have three offensive linemen that are not. They like the guys I've mentioned. Like they played well, but they played well on limited snaps. Some of the guys I've mentioned. So they have three like three guys on the O line that are not um, like good. I guarantee we don't get no more than one sack. No more than one sack and two pressures. With that, with that uh, O line that you just said, I guarantee you. I I, I kind of disagree there. I think if P.J. Walker is there, you could confuse him, right? The Lions blitz when there's, like, a younger quarterback or, like, when there's an unproven. You see what they did in Jacksonville? They blitz. They played man. They played zone. I think this is what they'll, what they'll do this game, too. Um, especially P.J. Walker, bro. You could confuse this guy. He hasn't seen much. So, Malcolm, where do you stand on this confidence level? Confidence level? Uh, I'll say, I mean, this is a game definitely, I mean, this is a game the Lions, the Lions should win. Well, I'm just saying, just from the offensive perspective, from the Lions' defense perspective, we'll get into that after. But I mean, Pierre, I mean, Pierre's right. I mean, this is a game that the Detroit Lions could take advantage of of a PJ Walker, you know, and and confuse them. This is a game that they should be able to do that. Now, will they do it? I'm hoping. You look at their history, though. When they play young quarterbacks, they blitz. When they play fats, they don't blitz as much. So, I think this is a game where they're going to confuse him, um, tr- give him different looks. And we'll see what happens. They yeah, don't confuse I mean, that's Mitch the, Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing, man. I, I don't know, because I've seen them play a rookie Sam Darnold, and that was... They didn't confuse him. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. I, I mean, right, right now, I mean, these lines, like, you know how you say that they're so hard to predict? This is, uh, yeah, this is a game that is, is hard to predict. And if, if, just taking out the P.J. Walker, if, if Teddy Bridgewater somehow plays, I think it's going to be a massacre. I'm just going to put that out there. If Teddy Bridgewater plays, he's going to dice us up i don't necessarily think it'll be a massacre i think i think it could be like some fireworks we can see fireworks because bro their defense is not good you want to get into their defense let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll do that all right Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. 
Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there is no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates We'll see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions applies. Football is back in full swing. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bed Online. BetOnline is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Alright guys, we are back. So we talked about this Carolina Panthers offense. Me and Malcolm are not as optimistic. Pierre's a little more optimistic on this line's off or this line's defense versus Panthers offense. Let's I'm not like it. super optimistic. It's just like the pieces they have. Like if no tagging, you have three guys on the O line who are like not proven. That that's why really. Yeah. So okay. So, but to be fair, you're more optimistic, right? Yeah, more a little more. I definitely more optimistic than me and Malcolm. For sure. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this Panthers defense now. All right. So I'm gonna start with their best defensive player. And yes, I said best. Uh, Brian Burns. Um. Four sacks this year, three forced fumbles, really good pass rush. He's getting, he's not getting maybe a lot of sack numbers, but he's pressuring the quarterback. He's probably maybe has the best burst of any edge rusher in the league right now. Patricia said that, I think, too. Um, he's he's not the best in the run game. He's okay in that. That's why the Lions didn't take him because he's not good in the run game. He's not as big. That's another story for another day. Um, defensive tackles, they got Zach Kerr. They lost Kawan Short to an injury, so Zach Kerr is their starter. He's good against the run. He's also good at pressuring the quarterback. He has 12 pressures. And then Derek Brown, the rookie, um, he struggled in the run blocking department, which is kind of normal for a rookie, but he has 17 pressures from the interior, which is kind of impressive. Um, and then Yatir Gross Matos, he's been hurt, right? And then he came back last last week and started. He has a sack and a forced fumble. So that's their D-line. Um, nothing really special there, but Brian Burns, um, he's a guy. He's kind of like the guy you circle there. Their linebackers, their weak side linebacker, Shaq Thompson, not good in coverage, okay in run defense. Tahir Whitehead, I mean, he, he struggled, bro. He's, he hasn't been good for them at all. And then their Sam linebacker, rookie Jeremy Chin. They also play him at safety sometimes, too, so depending on the packages. But he struggled in coverage and run defense, but he's a rookie. Um, I think his future is really bright. And then at corner, they got Russell Douglas, the former Eagle. He's played well for them, like better than I expected. 
He's been targeted 46 times in the passing game. He's allowed 28 receptions and 89.2 passer rating allowed when targeted. Their other corner is out, Dante Jackson, so they go with the rookie, Tropai Jr., who we all liked. Um, that was Malcolm's boy. He's been targeted 28 times, allowed 22 receptions, 139.6 passer rating when targeted. And then their nickel corner, um, Cornell Elder, he's been good this year. Then their safeties, bro, they're just, I don't know what's going on with Trey Boston. I've loved him. He struggled this year in coverage. And then Justin Burris, their other guy, strong safety, he's not that good either. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, their defense is 22nd against the pass and 20th against the run. And yeah. Okay. So you look at this Panthers defense now. You look at this Lions offense. You're looking at probably no DeAndre Swift this week. What's something you attack if you're Joe Bubble? What do I attack? I, I go at Troy Jr. Even Russell Douglas has played well this year. Udlin knows him in and out. He coached him. He knows his weaknesses. I go at Unle- I go at Douglas Pride Jr. Go at Corey um, Udlin. I, I like that. Hawkinson. <laughs> My bad. I go at Russell <laughs> Douglas and Pride Jr. Um, the linebackers are not that good in coverage. Their safeties are not good in coverage. So your tight ends, TJ Hawkinson, right? Jesse James, Isaac Nada, maybe uh, Hunter Bryant. Maybe we'll see. So, um, yeah, just kind of attack their their linebackers and the corners and the safeties. They're just not that, all that good in coverage. So, Yeah, this kind of sucks with no Swift, man. This would have been a perfect matchup for DeAndre Swift, I feel like. Like, this would have been, like, a game where we could have utilized him in so many different ways, and it could have been nice. Like, it would have been so nice to see, and, like, it sucks, man. It just sucks. Yeah, I think you would have got 100 yards on them. You know, maybe, maybe um, in the passing game, too. If Swift doesn't play, I think Kieran will get 100 yards. I think they'll feature KJ. Absolutely not. Yeah, you I mean, say that right now. Um, I really think they will feature carry on. Um, absolutely not. I have no faith that they will. I have zero faith that they'll give carry on more than five carries. That was like carry on's last big game in the NFL. It was I have, zero, I have zero faith. I have zero faith that they're gonna. You think they're really gonna look at okay now Swift is out? They gonna look at AJ Peterson and say okay a- AP. You're not gonna get the bulk of the carries. They're gonna look at Jonathan Williams now. Their new no, Adrian Peterson. Um, it's going to be run, run, pass. Adrian Peterson right up to a gap, right towards Derek, Derek Brown. I'm telling you, it's going to be. Der- I guarantee. I don't it's going to be think Adrian so Peterson. because they changed it last week and their asses are on the line. They know, like, if they lose this game, they're probably fired. The who was the, who, who was the second? Um, who was the running back that had the second amount of touches last week? Uh, AP. Adrian Peterson. Was it? Was it close? I think it was like seven to five or something like that, or five to seven. You're looking at snaps. Carries. Yeah, you probably, had more you're, probably snaps. At, you're probably looking at snaps. Yeah, so I'm looking at snaps. I'm talking about no, carries. Talking about carries. Oh, he's gonna, he's, carry, carry on Johnson's gonna be there on third down. He's gonna be there to protect to to, to pass protect. But yeah, as far as running the ball, no, I, I think they're gonna get, they they gonna give it to Adrian Peterson. So, like, are we assuming Swift is out, or we don't know right now? I have no idea. If Swift I plays, mean, I, I mean, I, just, I think. This is going to yeah, be a I, good game for Swift. Yeah. I mean, I told you what has to kind of happen for him to, you know. So he has to basically practice tomorrow to play. Yeah. And Do they do walkthroughs on Saturdays or no? Like, I know I know some teams. He has to put full non-contact practice. So Saturdays are usually travel day. So Yeah, no. Joey, that's right. They're not home. So Saturday is a travel day. Um, so Friday, he has, it's tomorrow or make or break. Or, or out, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll know tomorrow. Yeah, that kind of sucks because we're recording today, so we don't really know. That's tough. Yeah, and then Kenny Galladay, 
If you get Kenny Galladay, that's really nice. You know, obviously with no doubt. I think Kenny will play because um, they, they don't place him on IR. So I, th- I think he'll play. I think they're just being cautious because they also got a short week. Remember, they got Houston coming up. Like, literally, yeah. it's it's a super short week. I think they're being cautious with a lot of the guys. Um, so I think he'll play. Yeah. I mean, that'd be really nice, you know, help upgrade to the offense, obviously, with Kenny Galladay. I mean, you just see the difference with him yeah. on, on the field, obviously. It just draws many looks to him, and it could open up other guys. But damn, it sucks without DeAndre Swift. Like I, like I, I know one guy shouldn't be this much of like a carry or like a like setback from your offense because we have so many good players. But like, damn, bro, I wish we had DeAndre Swift this game. Like this matchup just screams DeAndre Swift. Yeah, because we we we're definitely we definitely got something last week, and as far as um with with, with Swift, and I yeah. think that if we if we you know focus our offense towards Swift and have him you know, get things going to open up everybody else. I mean, that's, I think that, I think that makes the offense better. So yeah. not having that does, does definitely suck. And then um, thinking, thinking that we're going to go back to run, run, pass right now. It's yeah. making me sick. I don't think it's run, run, pass. I, that's just stupid. I don't think that they're going to do that. I think I'm going to be, I don't bro. They didn't do that last week. They made it. Oh, we had Swift. We had Swift. You could still make, just cause you lose a player. Oh, we're going to go back to our old ways. You can't do that. But like, who is gonna be that DeAndre Swift? We Remember, we said when Galladay went out, like, "Uh oh, we're in trouble again." And we then, like, were. we were just look at the Vikings game. But we last were week they trouble. changed it. They changed, but they changed it up last week. They got other guys involved. You know, Swift. <laughs> that guy was DeAndre Swift, bro. <laughs> He's not here right now. <laughs> like, no, I'm saying like they're okay. getting Marvin Hall more involved finally. Who's who's our running back? Like, who who's the guy? Look, Carrion was a second round pick. I still have faith in, like for a game. He hasn't maybe played. not all year before a game. I, I would. I I agree with you. I think that'll yeah. be give us our best chance to win because I think he's a bet better he's better than Adrian Peterson right now. Like But like, I don't have I don't, faith that they're gonna start him or play him. Like he's shown flashes this year when he's gotten the ball. Not always, but he's shown some flashes. First of like, all, first of all if this team was smart, they want to play their best players, it would be DeAndre Swift and it'll be Carrion Johnson. Just just run them two and that's it. Adrian Peterson shouldn't get any carries unless there's an injury. Or in the goal line or something like that. But not even on the goal that. line. <laughs> not even on the goal line. I, I'd rather, shit, I'd rather Swift on the goal line than Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Adrian Peterson had this weird old-ass cut that, like, gets nobody. You see, like, we I try to do that, 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 that like, that shake we that the his, shit he's trying to do, like it gets it gets nobody. But his vision is so his vision is so nice, but he just doesn't have the moves anymore. To move the vid, like yeah, that. it's like yeah, the it's like he wants to, he wants to go there, but his body's not letting him get there. That's what I'm saying. Like the vision's beautiful. The AP has the vision. Like obviously that's what made him such a good player. But like yeah, but he he's so old now. He just doesn't have those same moves, man. I love him, but right now your two runners should be DeAndre Swift and Carry On Johnson. Yeah. But they're they're gonna roll with AP. I'm telling you, if they if AJ Peterson is not the starter, I'll be shocked. I would be too. Honestly. I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'd be very shocked. So what I would do, kind of like you should you should be able to pass and run it on them. I'd mix it up with play action, um, running the ball, taking your deep shots because these corners are not that good. Attack the corners I mentioned earlier, and yeah. Um, what do you think they'll do, guys? What do you guys think? What do you think, Malcolm? I don't know. It was like I'm I'm having a tough time deciding on what this Lions offense could do versus this Panthers D with the, without a guy like DeAndre Swift. I don't know. I want to hear your perspective, and I'll speak after. I'll I'll attack their you know I'll attack the secondary, of course. I'll test the secondary. 
I mean, they're like in the middle of the pack for everything. Like they're in the twenties of running the ball. They're not really they're not great anywhere. So the Lions they they could probably do whatever they want. But the thing is, with without Swift, it's gonna make it hard. I think they're gonna I don't believe they're gonna play carry on, which I think they should. If they play carry on, carry on could have a big game. I but, think they will, man. Because like Bevel did tell AP, like he said they had to talk to him about his role going forward. Yeah. I mean I think they did that. Expect expecting that Swift is going to be here all the time, but, but I, don't think, I mean, if, I don't think they 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 told him that he's going to be the third down back, like the the, the third running back on the depth chart. I don't, I don't think they told him that. I mean, I mean, I, I I wish. I mean, I hope. I'll be shocked if if, if AP's not out there and starting, and. It'll be better for the team if AP's not out there and starting, and you know, Carry On is out there because I think Carry On could do. A lot of things that Swift can do. Another can guy do. we're not talking about is Jonathan Williams. Um, if Swift can't go, Williams did have 100 yards last year with the Colts. So he's he's good. He's a power guy. He's he's not bad. Yeah. He's not Swift. <laughs> Obviously, not, Swift. Obviously yeah. not, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, I don't he, know. Like you could, I mean, if they could feature him, maybe too. If they don't want carry on, they they could feature Karen, Jonathan Williams. Karen, Karen is better than Karen is better than both of them, man. Karen should, Karen should, should get it, but I don't think he is. I think they don't I have, have a AP. weird feeling he will. I don't know why. I just have like a weird feeling they'll give it to him. We'll see though. I just do things weird. They do things backwards, bro. Yeah. I don't know. It took I think until gonna... week ten to realize Swift was their number one running back. Exactly. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. They do things weird. I feel like they're gonna really try to implement the passing game this in this type of game, especially without a DeAndre Swift. You mentioned their secondary without Dante Jackson. You mentioned their linebackers are not really great in coverage. This might be a game like you mentioned, like Jacksonville, where maybe they get a guy like TJ Hawkinson involved. Maybe. I mean, maybe that you, makes sense. I mean, you should. They, they can't should. cover. Yeah. So I don't know. I think looking at a guy like Hawk could be big. Obviously, if Galladay plays, I think that's really big to look for. So, Marvin Hall. Yeah, maybe you get the deep ball Hall and, and maybe involved some in the game plan. Like I know last week he wasn't good, but he showed some flashes with his route running. He, he oh. learns how to catch the ball oh, and track oh, the ball. A, he needs he needs a timeout. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking need to go on timeout right now. From what he what he did last week, no, he he needs to go on timeout right now. I look at Hawk a lot this game. That's that'd be my biggest. If I'm Bevel, I'm looking at. Circling one guy who I really want to get involved in this game, I'm looking at 88. I want to really get yeah. Hawk involved, and I want to get my tight ends involved in general. So if, if that's Jesse James, Isaac Nauta, if that's Hunter Bryant, if he's activated, I don't really care. I want to get my tight ends involved, and I think this is a good opportunity to get your tight end number 88, T. Dogson, involved. So that is my main priority when I'm looking at this Carolina Panthers defense. Yeah. So big um, game for Hawk? That, I mean, yeah, that's what I would though. assume. That's something where I would look at. If I'm the offensive coordinator – I'm looking for 88 in this game. Ooh, I'm sorry, him fantasy then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, who else was your like, option? <laughs> he's dealing with a toe injury, right? Like last week, he was hurt. They didn't involve him that much. Um, hopefully, maybe this week they involve him more. He has a toe injury, and then also Stafford, like his hand, he was fine last week, but just something to monitor. We said this at the beginning, but his hand, I mean, his thumb, is something to monitor. So. Okay. His so thumb. I want I want to ask. The fantasy guru, the six and four Malcolm, you are a fantasy owner of a couple Lions players. Yes, Marvin I am. Jones, Marvin Jones. Are yes, you am. starting Marvin Jones this week? Uh, 
I'm personally not starting Marvin Jones this week. <laughs> this is not an indication to tell other Lions fans or any other owners that have him. It's not an indication to tell them not to start Marvin Jones. I just have better options right now. Okay? If he drops 16 points or plus this week again, I do not want any blame towards me. The guy who just clearly said that I'm saving this because you said it last week. I'm making sure it's, it's you know, we're bowling at this point. But yeah, you, saying, you told me. You, there you gave Marvin, me fancy no, advice. Stop. 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 <laughs> Actually, gave me fancy advice. We are in the same division. Maybe I was trying to hint. Uh, maybe I was hinting <laughs> a Marvin Jones big performance. I wanted you to lose. <laughs> Maybe that maybe that's a, that maybe that was my grand scheme. So, okay, you're not starting Marvin. Okay, T.J. Hawkinson, are you starting him this week? I mean, of course. I mean, I don't have no other option, but yeah, I'm starting T.J. Hawkinson. Okay, and then our last guy, quarterback Matthew Stafford, are you starting Matthew Stafford this week? Unless he's unless he's a, a no go, I'm, I'm I'm always rolling with Stafford. Okay, so that is Malcolm's fantasy advice of the week. Okay, yeah, there we those go. are my those are my line players, and I'm only by no. I am starting the Detroit Lions defense this week, which he just decided. Um, I just like, decided two like like literally two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so. and I'm starting them. So let, let's go. Okay, that's Pierre. Right. P, is, is it, I blame I blame Pierre. Pierre is the one that 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 just. Uh, I was gonna say we, we were just saying how that's we were. If Teddy, which like the reports are, he's like, oh no, that's no Ted, if, Teddy if, doesn't if, play. If Teddy plays, I'm taking him out asap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so. Malcolm is starting the Lions defense, which he started them last week. I honestly, I'll take blame for that one. I did say the Lions defense could be a sneaky start last week. So, yep. I'll, yep. I'll, and, I'll, and, and you gave me negative one point, so I, I congratulate you. I'll take the blame for that. Do I mean, you end up winning? Me, yeah, yep. I end up winning. So, yep. that's I, all that counts, bro. Got that dub. Okay. Uh, by luck, that was that was a luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. Let's now get into our predictions for the game. No more fantasy advice. <laughs> We're going to start off with we all picked up wins this week, which is kind of rare. We all picked the Lions to beat the Pan- or beat the football team last week. So I'm sitting at top at number one at six and three. Pierre sitting at three and five. Malcolm and the listeners are sitting at four and five. If you guys want to participate in vote, we've been slacking. We know. But Saturdays, we promise this Saturday, you can go on Instagram or on Twitter at the Pride Podcast Instagram or Twitter page. And vote with our polls. So on Instagram, we'll be through the stories. On Twitter, we'll be through just a tweet uh, with the Twitter poll. So just cast your vote by clicking whatever team you think is going to win this game. Wait, wait a minute. Are, are you probably are we able to do it through the stories too on Twitter? Oh, yes. Twitter has stories now. So <laughs> oh. I don't know if they have a poll, but. Yeah, we'll, if, I'll see. Yeah, if they, if they have it, I might put it on there. We'll see. So we'll see. I guess keep an eye out for that. So we don't even know if that's happening. But keep an eye out for that. <laughs> And then, yeah, so that's basically it. All right, I'll start off with my prediction this week. I'm choosing the Lions to lose this week. I think the Carolina are going to win this week. I'm going to choose 31-24 Panthers. I just don't really have much. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. P.J. Walker's going to put up 31 points? Um, It's going to be a mix from P.J. Walker, uh, the running game, their defense. A a sack fumble? Maybe. A pick six? I can see that. A special team, special teams, maybe. I, mean, I don't know, maybe. A, a safety. I mean, maybe. Uh, he's picturing everything. He's thinking everything. He picture everything that could go wrong to for the Lions to happen. So 31-24 Panthers. 31-24. Man. This game. This game 
from when we started the season with Teddy Two Gloves or without Teddy Two Gloves just always seemed like a trap game to me. And I think that's going to come this week, this Sunday. My bold prediction this week for the Lions is something positive. I think Romeo Quara gets three sacks in this game. Romeo Quara gets three sacks. Okay. I like that's it. bold. All right. I'll put him at, what did I, what did I put him at, I'll put him at nine, right? Yeah. He's at six right now. So, yep. Oh, wow. Almost a double digit sack guy. We never had, we haven't had that guy really? since. What, Ziggy? Ziggy, yeah. And Ziggy also. Last time we had a, a double digit sack guy. 2015 Pro Bowl year. That's, that's embarrassing. It's yeah. been five years since we had a double digit sack guy. Almost half half a decade. Wow. Yeah. In that perspective. All right, let's go to the last place now. The guy that says the lines are very hard to predict, Pierre. Who do you got winning this game and what's your prediction? Um. Well, once I saw that Teddy is unlikely to play, I switched my prediction. I originally had the Panthers winning. Um, once I saw Teddy was out, I went with the Lions. And I still think it's going to be like kind of like, I don't think it's going to be like 31, what you said. I got the Lions winning 23 to 20. And um, my bold prediction is the Lions defense will force four turnovers. So you're also saying starting them in fantasy football. That's a bold prediction, so. <laughs> So according to Peter, so do you not. I actually would start the Lions defense if PJ Walker is playing. That's what I would do. I'm not telling other people to do. I'm just saying that's what I would do if I had him. So if the Lions drop another negative, which with 31 points, that is negative range for me. So I'm saying do not start the Panthers or the Lions defense this week. But okay, Malcolm, what do you got? All right. So right now it's split. Um, And. I, I, I really want to say this, okay? I originally had the Panthers win this game. Me too. Um, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater playing, I think it would be a nightmare. Of, you know, I think their offense would have put up 20 points. Because I think they're way better than their record. But P.J. Walker, I'm going to go with Pierre with this one. I can't. We're bad. But I don't think we're P.J. Walker bad. <laughs> defensively, I don't think we're PJ Walker bad defensively. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, bro. Like we're bad. I get it. I, I know, but PJ Walker bad. That's like I don't know. PJ Walker's not. He, he's not NFL starter caliber, you know. So I just I'm gonna give my predictions. So I'm gonna give it. I don't think they're gonna be a, a high score game. I think it'll be 17-10 <laughs> Lions, and that's only because Teddy Bridgewater's not playing. So you guys are giving me an opportunity to get, uh, to build a three-game lead. No, we are. Care. I mean, like, I'm just trying to get back to 500 right now. So, and if I don't get it, whatever. <laughs> oh, so you're just I mean, you're taking your loss right now, basically. So I'm. It's, yeah. it's tough. Are you it's just are you just crowning me champion right now, Pierre? You just don't care. That's what they all say. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't roll the dice on PJ Walker. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's you tough. Said- you like, if, like, like if their backup was like James, if their backup was like James Winston, I'll say, "Oh shit, we're getting killed." No, I so I mean, you don't think James Winston could light us up? He makes a lot. Of, I mean, I haven't really seen him play this year. He makes a lot of mistakes, though. Like we yeah, haven't he, really he seen. Just, he destroyed games. our defense last year. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. I just, I just don't have that much faith in this defense. I mean, I think it's bad, but I just don't think it's PJ Walker bad. That's or fair. Will Greer, but I think they'll go with Walker. If you, or, or Will Greer. I don't think they're yeah. Will, Will Greer bad. You know, I don't think they're P.J. Walker bad. They're bad. Like, again, if Teddy Bridgewater was playing this game, I would have to score 
35-20-24 Panthers. Yeah. If Teddy was Bridgewater, if Teddy was playing, but there's no like what 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 can Patricia possibly say to the damn media after if he loses to Peter Walker? I don't think he'll have the opportunity. We got coach better. We got to execute better. I got to coach better. I hope he wouldn't even have the opportunity. The pad level wasn't that good from that standpoint. From that standpoint? We got to execute better. I got to coach better. We got to execute better. I got to coach better. I got to coach better. There's no way. You can't say that if you lose to PJ Walker. Like, if you lose to PJ Walker, bro, just hand in your papers, bro. Do us all a favor. Would this be the most embarrassing loss in the Matt Patricia era? If I was if I was the coach of the Detroit Lions and I lost a PJ Walker and I just sat back and like like reflected on my time here and just looked and just saw how much of a disaster I made the Lions, I would I would honestly resign. Would this I would be the most dead ass resign. So this say, would, look guys So you're saying this would be the most embarrassing loss in, in the Pat, Matt Patricia era? Between this and Sam Darnold, the Sam Darnold loss was very embarrassing. You're talking about kids straight out of college coming here, coming to the league, and lining your defense up to make you guys look completely confused? That's the most embarrassing loss to probably any team. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like These next two games, they're probably coaching for their jobs. They're both not that good. Um, you got you don't want to get embarrassed on national TV Thanksgiving, right? Um, and then you don't want to lose to a 3-7 and seven Panthers if Teddy Bridgewater is out. It's a really bad look. Well, you know, you never want to lose in general. You don't want to lose, but PJ like, Walker? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Is this the most embarrassing loss in the Patricia era if they lose this I, game? I don't know, bro. I just, I got to see it'll it. Be, it'll, like, it'll, be, it'll be tough between this and the, 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 the Jets game. Those yeah, two I mean, has it, to be, honestly, the most embarrassing losses. If, if we do lose this game, those two losses right there will be... Neck to neck, PJ Walker, <laughs> Houston Roughnecks MVP. Like, how do you yeah, how do you lose okay. how you lose how you lose the, the XFL the, the XFL quarterback? Yeah, no. uh, I don't know. I mean, then, it, um, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, obviously, I picked them to win. <laughs> <laughs> so you just don't have like faith that they could stop PJ Walker? Is that no? It's not even PJ Walker. It's, it's not PJ no Walker. It's, it's, it's the, the weapons it's around them. It's the tools he has around him. It's nothing yeah, but what PJ makes Walker. you think Walker could get the ball to them? Because like, all the lines have defense. given up is dink and doinks, and they've gotten killed by a rub route. You're trying to tell me I don't think Will Greer or P.J. Walker could throw a rub route or a slant? Come on, and man. If that, and if that happens, I'm telling you, he's got to make one guy miss. And you're I'm telling me saying, I, like, I don't think Curtis Samuel could take a uh, one slant all the way? I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean— you guys but are making you, it sound like this guy like is like a, a but you have, yeah, the, 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 the thing is, you have him doing that multiple times. You have him put up 31 okay. points. I told you, if I have him compared to Chase Daniel, Chase yeah. Daniels beat this defense before. Dude, I think the Bears defense beat, beat, did majority of the work on us. But did, so, like, did he do enough? He didn't put up 31 points, bro. That's a little... Did he do enough, though? In what you talking about, talking about last year when we we talked 2018 Thanksgiving Stafford versus Chase Daniel. I was so mad after that game. <laughs> like, Why are we dude, talking about 2018. This is like this year. Well, now. Let's say- not worry about last. No, like, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, 
if Chase Daniel could do it, if I don't like, it doesn't matter what the quarterback is. I mean, he has a solid team it around does. him. It does. It actually does matter who the quarterback is. It does matter, but it's not the only factor. You're making it seem like it's the only factor. The Carolina Panthers' I only read, factor um, is Teddy so Bridgewater being out. It's Panthers not the only reporter, factor. A Panthers reporter said the most irreplaceable player on the Panthers roster is Teddy Bridgewater. That's no, you, just like the Lions without Stafford. The Lions no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Really, Malcolm, yeah, it is. It is. No, it's really not. Pierre, I have to stop you there because Stafford contributes more to the offense than Teddy Bridgewater has to contribute more to Carolina Panthers' offense. They have they have Christian McCaffrey. You guys they have Mike like Davis. the Lions can't tackle. The Lions could tackle. He huh? said they're going to take every play like 80 yards to the house. That's not true. They could tackle. I didn't say that. I said, could they take three or four of them? Yeah. No. The Lions Why? don't really, like, they give up big plays, but they don't give them, like, as screens. They give them, like, as passes, and it's mostly a coup cover. He's young, but it's mostly It's rub routes. It's rub slant routes that they give up, and I could definitely see that happening. Giving up an 80-yard touchdown pass? Like off of I, I don't see it happening. I just don't. But I'm not saying that specifically. I don't see. Happen. I don't see it happening as many times as. Uh, yeah, you said like five times. No, I'm not saying. Ridiculous. Okay, you guys are taking me. You guys are misquoting me now. I'm saying <laughs> you quoted it yourself. I'm saying could a quarterback throw a rub route in the NFL level? Any yeah. quarterback could throw a rub route. Chase Daniel, yeah. PJ Walker, Teddy Bridgewater, Matthew Stafford, yeah. Philip yeah. Rivers, Gardner yeah. Minshew, Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Anybody yeah. could throw a rub route. Anybody could throw a slam route. This Lions defense can't stop anybody. They suck. They do? suck fast. How does Gardner Minshew do? Oh, my God. Like, they're not good. How did Tyler Murray do? How did Gardner Minshew do? I'm just saying, bro. Gardner Minshew is better than PJ Walker. Uh, I'm sweating here. I'm sweating here now. I'm yeah, saying I mean, you guys are acting too. like the, the Carolina Panthers, like the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're just not. They're old lines. You're making this sound like this Lions defense hasn't given up like a bunch of yards to any quarterback this year. I mean, in all fairness. Would it surprise you if there's a play on Sunday that just 10 guys on the field and they take it 80 yards? Would that surprise you? Yeah, it kind of would. I hope that doesn't happen. Like, Why would that surprise you? Yards, would it surprise that, me? That, if they, that, if there's a play? big disappointment, man. Their, their asses are on. No, Duran Harmon would call a timeout if that happened. So that's that won't happen. Good for Duran Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, for, for real, like, um, PJ Walker, like, come on. I don't know. I'm, that's your opinion. Let's just let's let's. That's a wrap. I'll say this. Explode. Wait, before before we do that, I'll say this. I just want to say this. I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with you, uh, Tyler, because it could happen. Like, if the Lions blow this game, would I be shocked? Like, uh, from a scale of one to ten, my shock level would be like your- a. It'll be like a three. Like, it, it would have shocked me. Like, I can see this game going. First quarter, the Lions look amazing. Second quarter. The Lions look amazing. Then third quarter, you can see them fading. And then fourth quarter, you can see a comeback. Now, will I be surprised if that happened? No. I I have zero. Like it wouldn't have shocked me at all if that's how the game goes. And then if the Look. and then at the, in the last minute they they pull out a win, I was like fucking Lions, fucking Bevel. You know, I have to blame somebody, and I think Bevel will be a part of it. So I have to say fucking Bevel because <laughs> yeah. Bevel allows this to happen. Yeah, man. <laughs>
But I mean, yeah, like, it wouldn't shock me. But the thing is, the Lions' favorite Lions. This is a game the Lions should win and should win easily, with Swift or without you. Swift. I mean, they should yeah, win this game you. easily. But it's not going to be easy. Could they? Could they blow it? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked if they blew it. I wouldn't be shocked if they blew it. So we, 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 we get to end it there. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, we'll see this Sunday. Like I'm, I'm my head's going to explode if I keep talking about this game. It hasn't even happened yet. This team right, um, the new schedule that we will be having yep. just to make just to make the episodes a little shorter because yep. we noticed the post game videos or post game podcasts are like end up being like an hour and a half. Yep. So to make it easy on everybody, we could release it more on like at a better time. Yep. We're going to start recording on Sundays yep. just our reactions of yep. the game and dropping that on Monday morning. Then we still want to get you guys involved with the, the voicemails and the calls, obviously. So we're going to record Monday night, make an episode just dedicated to you guys, your questions, your thoughts, your rants, whatever. That will be released Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever. But Monday morning will be just our reaction now. So you guys can just get a fresh look of kind of what just happened at Lions game. So. Yep. You heard and it first. Friday is obviously like the breakdowns. And yeah, Friday, yeah, Th- that's not changing. So you heard it first. But, so this week, guys, um, we're gonna earlier gonna, breakdowns. We're gonna um, we're gonna release probably like two episodes next or three episodes, right? Because yeah, it's a it'll short be three. week. So yeah, so just bear with us, but um, go Lions, and hopefully they win against the Panthers. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, I hope the Lions win this Sunday. I just have zero faith in them. But I hope they do win. I like I really do. But it is what it is. Go Lions, I guess. We didn't even sink forward down the field last episode. It didn't, it, 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 it didn't it didn't deserve it. No, but I mean I we, we still gave him a victory speech. Yeah, he did. I even I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um well I guess I guess that's it. the end of the show. And um it's your boy Malcolm and I'm out. Peace. Derp. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.